be like one of those girls on the internet. What are you doing? Roll the intro. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand spanking new episode of Bitcade. This is episode 32. I remembered, but I have doubt. <laughs> In this episode, we are going to be talking about... We're talking about the Game Awards. That's right. <laughs> I looked over there and we switched our topics. Yeah. The Game Awards we are talking about first because it is happening on 12-12-19. So if you're watching bit one... You are on track. If you are watching the full episode, you missed the Game Awards. You'll have to wait till next month for us to talk about that again. Uh, our second topic, we are talking about Riot being sued for $10 million. It's a lot of money. Ooh. And we are going to be talking about who has the best controller. We have 10 controllers, and we are going to talk about who has the best one. Joining me is... Ashton. And this is Bitcade. My name is Ryan. Let's get into it. Man, the Game Awards, already upon us. This one kind of snuck up on me. I didn't really... Yeah, this year's gone by real quick. Yeah, we're already in December. We already have to vote. There's a lot of stuff that is... Where, where do we the, vote at? Uh, thegameawards.com. So if you're watching this, the week it comes out, you're watching this bit, 32.1, you can go vote still because this is being posted on a Saturday. Uh, but on 12-12, it's done. It's already happened. You, you'll have to look at the results at that point. Um, but you just sign in through your Twitter or your Facebook. I don't know why I'm plugging them so hard, but that's what it is. That's how you do well, it. It's an important thing. It is an important thing. Uh, so the first one here is VR AR game. All right? Okay. Best VR. Okay. This is for the best game experience playable in virtual or augmented reality. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Asgard Wrath. Uh, wow. Okay. Blood and Truth. Beat Saber, mm. No Man's Sky, they have that and in Trevor. Yeah, that's the that was the whole big update that happened. Oh wow! Yeah, and Trevor saves the universe. Trover saves the universe. That's the uh, the uh, kind of like Captain Crunch eyeballs. Yeah, he, it's it's made by the guys who made Rick and Morty. Oh uh, okay, it's, yeah, I can see that. So, um, I love Beat Saber. Beat Saber's awesome. Yes, No Man's Sky is cool, but uh, I, I feel think like you could get lost in like time just for like hours playing that game and yeah i know it i mean so the thing is is that we did get to play no man's sky this this year we played yeah, it we played at pax, PAX yeah and that was our that was our lounge game of the that was our byoc game so is it enough to say now we didn't play any of these games in vr other than beat saber we've never played any of these games as far as i'm aware of you yeah just beat saber for me the yeah so i think our two top games are beat saber and No Man's Sky, just by the fact that we've played those games. I think if we played a Trover, I think it's Trover, T-R-O-V-E-R. Yeah. Trover saves the universe. I think if we would have played that game, it probably would be on our number one. But I think for, for you know. Beat Saber is pretty solid. Yeah. Very difficult once you get done. Hard mode and, and up. Like, it gets crazy. <laughs> but it is cool you get a wheel of the lightsaber. Oh, around. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we're leaning towards Beat Saber. Yeah. Okay. Beat Saber it is. Voting now. You earned a token. Great. Token of gratitude? Yay. All right. Strategy game. Oh, uh, yes. Age of Wonders, Pit Planetfall, Anno 1800, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, 
Total War, Three Kingdoms, Tropico 6, Wargroove. I don't know any of those games. Okay. Cool. I think Wargroove got yeah Wait, made by Chucklefish. Which one looks like it has hot anime characters in it? Let's choose that. Um, one. probably Fire Emblem has a lot of Rule Thirty Four. Awesome. <laughs> Are we voting based vote. on that? Yep. All right. <laughs> I'll give it to that. Anime titties for the win. I would have probably gave it to uh to what is it Wargroove? Yeah, that was in the category. Probably would have given it to that, but with. Ashton's logic, I think we're just going to go with that. Uh, best sports slash racing game for the best traditional Ooh. and non-traditional sports and racing game. Now, Forza not coming out this year definitely helps everyone out because usually it just <laughs> wins every year. So we got Crash Team Nitro Fueled, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, uh, Dirt Rally 2.0, oh. uh, eFootball Pro Evolution Soccer 2020. Ah, uh, all right. Yeah, but now they added eFootball. Um, F1 2019 and FIFA 20. God. I'm going to go with Dirt. I was going to go between Dirt or Crash Team, yeah. so we're going to go one. with... Either one. Either one? Which which one? There's we got to do Crash Team, the Crash Bandicoot one? Yes. Yeah. All one. right, Crash wins. On to the next one. Score and music for outstanding music, Ooh. inclusive of score... Uh, original song and slash or licensed soundtrack. Uh, Cadence of Hyrule, which is the um, Link's Awakening. Le- uh, it's the Crypt of the Necro Dancer, and it's the DLC that has. It's the separate game slash DLC that has all the Hyrule characters, so you can play as Link and Zelda. Mm-hmm. Uh, Death Stranding, Devil May Cry Five, Kingdom Hearts Three, and Sin. Sonoria, Sonora, Sayonara, Sayonara Wild. Wild Hearts. Yeah. That's the word. <clears throat> I read for a living. I don't. <laughs> Which one are we going for? Uh, I would think that. I mean, Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah, the the Zelda games usually have a very impressive soundtrack, and it's from the guys that do Crypt of the Necro Dancer, and that game is literally all about beats and music. <laughs> Cool. All right. That's my g- there we I'm go. I'm always down to support Link. There we go. Best role-playing game for Ooh. the best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including massive, mu- massively multiplayer experiences. Mm. Disco Elysium. Never heard of that. Final Fantasy fo- 14. That did come okay. out with a big DLC this year. Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne. And the Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Yeah, I'd probably down. give that to Outer Worlds. Dialogue cannot be beaten. 100%. Oh, God. Best performance. Awarded to an individual for voice over acting, motion, and slash or oh, performance man. capture. I wish I actually followed Ashley Birch for Pavardi Holcomb from the Outer Worlds. That's the girl that you literally meet in the beginning of the game. Courtney Hope as Jesse Faden in Control. Laura Bailey as Kate Diaz, Gears 5. Uh, Mattis Mickelson as Clef in Death Stranding. Matthew Pareda as Dr. Darling, uh, Dr. Casper Darling in wow. Control. And Norman Reedus Norman as Reedus. Sam Porter Bridges uh, in Death Stranding. Norman Reedus. That's oh, God. That's my Oops. boy. Oops. What'd you do? I went back. You broke it. No, we're good. We're, oh, oh God. my God. We're fine. We're fine. Damn it, Ryan. There's so many sliding stupid crap that they have. I'm actually going to disagree with you. What? I don't want Norman Reedus to win this one. Why? Because I think that Ashley Birch did a great job as uh, Pavardi in the in 
Pavardi's so outer. annoying. No, she isn't if you actually talk to her. If you actually talk to her. She thing always is, interrupts all of thing. my dialogue. Here's the thing. I'm the one that is signed in. So Ashley Birch gets the vote. God damn it. <laughs> okay, just to be How fair, Norman, Norman Reedus Norman Reedus gets in there even more. He has like seven categories he's in. That's so calm down. Because he's so goddamn good. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm a, he's an actor. That's I I give him that. But I don't know. I haven't seen his performance as I've seen him oh in the other my stuff. Goodness. Ongoing game awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that uh, evolves the player experience over time. Apex Legends. It does do that. Destiny 2. Fuck that game. Final Fantasy 14. Don't know. Fortnite. No. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Now, I think the two toss-ups here is Fortnite and, and Apex. Apex Legends. And I... Hmm. I got it. I'm slight... As much as it's going to hurt yeah. to say, Fortnite probably wins this category. Yes. I mean, well, here's the thing. They did come out with the big they, update. They, they constantly do change the game up. And even though they haven't made a new map like Apex has, yeah. they still way more consistently change their game. So I unfortunately have now, to say... I'm only going based on the description of the award. is awarded to the game for outstanding development on ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. It's, it's Which I going think to Fortnite. Fortnite wins this one. It's going to Fortnite. Oh it's God, a good I game, I just don't like it. Yep. All right, here we go. Narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. A Plague Tale Innocence, Control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, The Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Okay, okay. I think uh, Nate might argue with the Control thing. But oh, really? Because he actually played it. Um, Nate, can you hear me? No, he can't hear me. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> uh, based on that, I'm going with the Outer Worlds because that's the only game I played. I was going to get his perspective on whether or not Control actually had good and could be in contention of this, but I'm going to give it to Outer Worlds as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, we got some... Multiplayer games for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massive multiplayer experiences. Uh, yeah. It, what is it? Um, irrespective of the game genre or platform. I don't know what that means. Irrespective? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Apex Legends, Borderlands 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Tetris 99, and Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Oh, God. Apex. Apex gets the word? Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Best mobile game. Oh. Call of, uh, this is for best game playable on a dedicated mobile device like on your iphone or android yeah call of duty Mo mobile grindstone sayonara wild hearts sky children of the light and what the golf i might vote call of duty on this yeah i just I because not bad just because of what it is and i think it's my middle school brain thinking that like because i actually bought nazi zombies on my iPad, yes. on my iPod Touch, yeah, and the fact that this is literally Call of Duty now on your phone and it works pretty well. Like Jameson and I played it when we were down at Disneyland. I mean, it looks like shit, but I mean, it plays. I good. mean, it's not terrible. It's better than it's like three six. It's like past gen yeah, graphics, it's like maybe four eighty. But I mean, on a mobile device, I don't really tell. I don't know. I I think I would vote for Call of Duty. 
on this one. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. Okay. Thanks for voting Call of Duty. Okay, great. Um, best independent game for outstanding creative Ooh. and technical achievement in a game made outside uh, the traditional publish publisher system. Baba is You, Disco Elysium, Katana Zero, Outer Wilds, <laughs> an untitled Goose Game. Uh, I've heard about Goose Game, uh, but I also like that samurai-looking dude right Katana there. Katana Zero. Yeah. Katana Zero like is a pretty art. good game, yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be Untitled Goose Game or Katana Zero. Ooh. What is uh, what are these both about? Uh, outer. Well, Untitled Goose Game is you're literally a goose and you kind of solve puzzles based around that, and then Katana Zero. I'm trying to think of... I always get it mixed up with the other one that looks almost exactly like it. I can't really explain it. <laughs> I think based on that, Untitled Goose Game gets it because it's Fair it enough. was it's supposed to be best independent game, and I think that is the most independent-looking game that there possibly is, and it's so unique. So I'm going to give it to Untitled Goose Game. Okay. Uh, ba by the way, these are like predictions on who we think are going to win, but also what we are choosing most of the time. We usually lose this and we do a terrible job. Just yes. go la watch last year's. It didn't go so well. I think I got two and a half right we and you actually, got one and a half right. We actually really suck at this. <laughs> Games for impact for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Concrete Genie, Gris, Kind Words, Life is Strange 2, Sea of Solitude. I'm going to go Life is Strange. I'm gonna go Life is Strange as well. I I didn't play it, but I did see a lot of the like trailers. Yeah, it made me want to play it. Yeah, and I totally forgot about it after I stopped. And now the stuff. development team is actually gonna be working with Microsoft. Oh, good. So there you go. Uh, so there you go. Life is Strange too. Game direction awarded for outstanding creative vision and uh, innovation in game direction and design. Control, made by Remedy, 505 Games, Death Stranding, Kojima Productions, slash SIE, Resident Evil 2, Capcom, slash Capcom, uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, From Software, uh, from Software slash Activision, and Outer Wilds. This is tough. Cause, um, game direction. That's the game direction we're voting on. I might have to give this to Death Stranding. Well, it's it's basically a giant walking and movie simulator. Yes. So it's it's pretty much all direction, no gameplay. Yeah. Is that where we're going? Death Stranding. I. Well, okay. What is you, your what's your other one that you're thinking about? Well, um, Control seemed really interesting too. Made by um, made by Remedy. And also Sekiro, I played, and that one's pretty good. But it's also like, in terms of direction, you can only do so much direction with a souls-esque you know format yep um so maybe not that but i'm gonna go with death stranding just because um because a lot of the trailers were so captivating you know all the uh all the scenes are so captivating i okay yeah i think it's fair enough to give that as best direction and it probably is going to win it along with a lot of the 700 awards it's also nominated for this one is the fresh indie game presented by subway <laughs> What? <laughs> presented have, by Subway. They have a game? No, it's just presented by Subway. Fresh indie game. Recognizing a new independent studio that released its first game in 2019. Za slash um or um uh, for Disco Elysium. Uh, Nomad, Nomada Studio 
for Gris. No matter what. Uh, Dead Toast Entertainment for My Friend Pedro. Mobius Digital for Outer Wilds. Mega Crit for Slay the Spire. And House House for Untitled Goose Game. What are we voting on? The best indie company, the best indie game, fresh indie game. So these are games that were created by a company that created their first game. Under Subway. Not under Subway. Created their first game this year. That's what we're voting on. That's who is getting votes right now. I almost might go house house, but Mobius Digital made Outer Wilds. My friend Pedro I heard a lot of good things about. I don't uh, know. Where are we going to give it to? You're going to leave this up to me? Yep. Okay, this is tough. I'm going to give it to House House just because Untitled Goose Game is super unique. I Outer Wilds is a very close second, uh, but I'm going to give it to House House. Best fighting game for the best fighting Ooh. game designed pr- uh, primarily around head-to-head combat. Dead or Alive 6, Jump Force, Mortal Kombat 11, Samurai Showdown. I actually played that game because it's on Stadia. And Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Smash Bros. Ultimate. Okay, I'll give it one to you. Hands down. I'll give it one to you. We did a whole series on it. Uh, Family game for the best family appropriate for... Best game appropriate for family play, uh, irrespective of genre or platform. Oh, I didn't know that was a family game. Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah, because it's Luigi. Uh, Mario. There's no way he's not fucking that vacuum. Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> Super Mario Maker 2. That Su- is not a family game. Super That'll- Smash Bros. Oh. Ultimate. And Yoshi's Crafted World. Well, we're voting based on it being the best family game. Yeah, that's not a family game. That's where brothers get grounded for fighting. <laughs> um... Major level I might go. I might go Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Because it actually has co-op in it. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Luigi's Mansion. Um, esports team. Oh God. I'm gonna let you read these ones. <laughs> Astralis, CS:GO team. We have League of Legends team G2 esports. Okay. Wow, they're a big team. They do a lot of stuff. Uh, OG for Dota 2. San Francisco Shock. Oh, for, for Overwatch. Out. Overwatch World League, I'm assuming is yeah, what that is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Team Liquid for CSGO. Um, I'm going to vote G2. Who, who do you want? Yeah, G2. They did pretty good this season. I like them for uh, Rocket League. Uh, vote. Do you want this back? You want me to read? No, read the read the esports ones. I always butcher e-sports them every year. players. Best esports performance and conduct. Sweet. Um, Kyle Buga, uh, Gearsdorf, Sentinel Fortnite. All right. Cool. Oh, Not is that the kid? A... That's the kid that won the Worlds yes. of Fortnite this year. Yes, it yes. is. Yes, okay. Uh, Lee Sang-Hyok, uh, quotations, Faker. Yeah, he's League um, of Legends. Yep. Yeah, he's a really good League of Legends player. Luca Perks. Even though Perkovic, they didn't make it. <laughs> G2 Esports League of Legends. Okay. Uh, Alexander, uh, quotations, simple, Kostilev, or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh-huh. Uh, CSGO. Jay Sinatra, one, um, San Francisco Shock for Overwatch. Um, 
I'm probably going to give it to the Fortnite kid. I would too, because he won the biggest tournament of the year. Yes, and he won the biggest lump sum of money this year. Yeah. So, I, uh, and it's yeah. Even though Faker is good, he didn't make it to he. They made it to Worlds. They did not win. They got knocked out. They didn't make it to the finals. So I'm gonna give it to the Fortnite. You know what? Guy. He wasn't a little shit about it. No, he actually it. like still goes to school. Like yeah. still, he he didn't get. A, yeah, he he was smart with it. He was humble, but his mom was actually helped him out on that one. I don't know if you read like an article about him, but apparently like he he. Uh, his mom is making him do schoolwork before he plays the game. So his parents actually parenting to him. Yeah. Good parents. Uh, yeah. No, I Make give it good to him. Kids. I give it to him. Yeah. I respect him. Until he becomes, you know, too Unless hot-headed. he becomes one of those TikTok <laughs> douchebags. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, let's see. Esports hosts. Okay. Cool. Uh, Golden Boy's probably in this one because he always is. FJ Sorks? Socks. S J O K Z. Sorry, I don't know. That, That's what that, I'm saying. Do you English. see how terrible this <laughs> Can like, I get an English is? translation? Okay. Uh, deport. Okay. Well, that's just mean. All right. Oh, I thought that so. was a joke on the last one. No, I was like, dang. Last... Wow. Okay. Deport array. Uh, Alex Machine Richardson. Okay. Um. Wow. This guy looks like um Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> with better hair. Paul Red Eye. What? Uh, Chaloner. Uh, Alex there Golden he is. Boy Mendez. There's the boy. I'm gonna, I'm There's the already. Boy. That's I, I know him. Uh, Duan Candice Yushuan. Wait, scroll over. Scroll over what? Oh, the other way. Keep going. I gotta see the faces here. No, see. give it to Golden Boy. Give it to Golden Boy. Cool. He always gets my vote. Just remember that game of the year. CS:GO, obviously. Dota 2, yeah. Fortnite, League of Legends, Overwatch. I felt like Overwatch dropped this year, even though yeah. like they did, they didn't do as much marketing as they were doing. Uh, League of Legends did really cool worlds. Yeah, I'd um, say it's between League of Legends and Fortnite, just because League of Legends is still still had its popularity and it's still so relevant. I'm gonna not play my favorite. I'm going to vote based on what I think is also gonna win. I think Fortnite's going to win because there was a lot of hype this year. A lot of celebrities they came out a to lot do for it. Their community. I think a lot of you know, like Marshmallow came out to the and actually played in the world's thing too. Like there was like a whole celebrity thing that happened. I'm going to give it to Fortnite this year. Same. Okay. I don't need your thanks for voting. Yeah, it gives me achievements for whatever reason. Okay. Esports event 2019 Overwatch Legal Grand or League Grand Finals. Well, I don't know why I said. Does legal. it say where it was at or it just says? Uh, it just says that. Okay. Um. Evo 2019. Eh. I felt like that was not hyped this yeah, year. Yeah, Fortnite World Cup is probably going to get it. Um, I am Catalyze 2019. Uh, League of Legends World Championship. League Worlds was really cool this year. They keep they keep update up, upgrading it. Like they had like a whole performance happen with like the this these screens were in front and behind the performer, so they would have this like. The artist would be singing, but then there would be animations happening in front of them and backwards, and then they would black out to like make the car- the singer jump around, and then it would show them back again. It was really cool, really well done. I think Fortnite's gonna win this one just because, again, the hype was real this year. So, but I would definitely give it to League Worlds if they keep it up. They're gonna win next year because it just keeps getting better and better. Well, there's also the international, which I don't know about. So Fortnite or. What would you vote for? I only peaked on the uh, Fortnite one, so I can't. 
Since we both watched sort of it and sort of saw coverage of it, we'll give it to Fortnite. Okay. But I, I again, Riot, they did a really good job. So Esports coach. Oh, God. Eric. I hate the esports stuff, but go ahead. Hogue. Okay. Nuri, Kane, Jang, or Yang, I don't know how they pronounce it. Okay. Um, Fabian Grabs, or Fabian, I don't know how to say it. Loman. I just like how you pronounced him as almost Fabio, so I think Fab- I'm, he's, he on, he's like on the running. Fabio. He's on the running right now. I don't know who any of these people are. Kim Koma, Young Yoon. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Did one. Uh, Sakshka. No. Nope. Merlo. Danny Zonic Sorensen. That's it? Yeah. Give it to Fabio. Okay. Fabio won it from us. <laughs> All right. Content creator of the year. Courage. I've heard of them. Okay. Don't watch their content. I think... Uh, Dr. Lupo. Dr. Lupo's on here. Ewok. That's the that's the deaf girl that just switched to Mixer. Yeah, Mixer just got her. Also... Gref G. Oh, the next one. What? Shroud? Yep. Yep. I... Hmm. I think my vote's for Shroud. What's the category based on? Um, who has made an important and positive impact on the industry in 2019. I got to give it to Ewok. Really? Why do you say that? Just because she made a big important impact on it. She's a streamer that's deaf. There's not very many of those. She impacts that community a lot, which is very predominant and not very representative. As for Shroud... He wins a whole bunch of awards all the time, and he just did exactly what he did last year to this year. Not saying he's bad. I'm just saying he's just keeping it up. Good point. As opposed to Ewok, new thing, new representative. Oh, she's, not, she's not very new. No, but it. like new thing being brought to light, new representative of that community. I, my vote is Ewok. Okay. I can, I can get behind that. Plus, she's now part of Team Blue. <laughs> yeah, can you guys stop coming over? Because this, this ladder is getting higher and higher. I, 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 I can't catch up. Just think about it. If we did it now, it would be terrible. Yeah, it'd <laughs> so, be like Twitch Junior. Yeah. I don't, I, we don't need another Twitch. Stop coming. Locking the doors. Community support for uh, recognizing the game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness. Apex Legends, which okay. they did an admiral job. Um Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Siege is definitely not getting it. Hmm. I'm going to leave this one up to you just because you're the multiplayer person. Uh, Destiny 2 was a shit show, and um, it's it still took them a very much while. a mess now. Yeah, it took them a while to fix a lot of stuff, so they're definitely not getting it, and that's probably because of their Activision Bungie split. Um,. So for me, it's between Apex and Fortnite. Uh, I honestly don't know how the support is for Fortnite. Um, the only big thing that I heard that everybody hated about it this year was the mechs, and they took a little long to fix that whole thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then Apex, um, just weapon balancing, which they were pretty on top of. I I don't really know. I, I like Apex, so I'd, I'd prefer to vote for them. Then Apex gets it. Um, audio design, Modern Warfare. Okay, even though I hate the game, gameplay is complete ass and made for noobs. Um, but that's not what the category's for, right? What's the category description? It's recognized the best in-game audio and sound design. Okay. So, that aside, they do have amazing sound 
Okay. Uh, Control, I haven't really heard much of the game. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I kind of watched a little bit of Nate play it, but what Death else is there? Stranding, which... Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah, some sound you, design in there when, when he's you, walking around in his backpack, and you can kind of hear the jingles of the bag. And That's him, uh, like, taking a whiz down hills. Oh, shit. that too. <laughs> uh, Gears Five. That's pretty decent. Yeah, there's some. There's that's definitely really good sound design too. Uh, Resident Evil Two. That's really good sound design. And it's a horror game, which needs really good sound design. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. It was a. It was. It was good. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's um, I'm gonna give my vote. Here. I'm gonna give my vote to Resident Evil just because that was the game I played. But I've seen Death Stranding. Hmm. That might be the one that I would have voted for if I had played it at this current moment in time. That's what I would vote for is Death Stranding. Do we need a token? Uh, from South Park? No. Oh man, I don't have a cap with me. Hey Siri. Hey Siri, flip a coin. Resident Evil's heads. It rolled under. The, fuck you. <laughs> what? It rolled under the. It bed? rolled under the bed. <laughs> flip a coin. Heads. Resident Evil wins. All right, all right. Let it get this category because it won't win anything else. <laughs> so. Jesus Christ. <laughs> rolled under the bed. I've never heard her say that. Okay, what's the next one? Art direction. Okay, this is a good one. Creative and technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Control. Okay. Is, is okay. That, the art style is really good. Um, Death Stranding. That's I'm, it's, pretty good, too. Yeah, but it's not very vibrant, either. It's not necessarily what it said. It just I said know, best like, art. Best art, but it, it just... I don't know. Let's see what else there is. Mm. Let's see what else there is. Grease. Or oh, Gris. Yeah. I don't know how to... G-R-I-S. I might be pronouncing it wrong, too. But I know a lot of people like um, it, too. Very pretty. Sayonara, Wild Hearts. That's that mobile game. Sekiro. It was pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Um, Link's Awakening. Uh, so Is that it? That's the last game? Yeah. So here's, hmm. here's the thing. They're okay. all very different art styles. I'm looking based on the genre of the game is in. And how good they executed that art style. That's how I'm voting. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. I'm just trying to think. It's tough. I'm surprised you didn't go Link's Awakening right away. Well, it's uh, I'm trying to be unbiased. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't know. That. I thought that was the art style you liked. Uh, well, it's not the traditional Link style. Oh, he's one of yeah, those. Look, he's look. one of those. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it's very shiny. It don't, it's, it's like tunic. Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I my two would be Link's Awakening and Death Stranding. Because I mean, there are scenery spots that are very pretty in that game. Of what I've seen, and how graphics, how graphically enhanced that that game is, I think Death Stranding is really good. On the other hand, on the cartoon style of things. I think Link's Awakening looks very pretty. Vibrant is one of the vocab words you said. So that's my my two. Whether you choose to acknowledge those two, that's up to you. We'll go Link. Link wins. Link's Awakening wins. Even though Death Stranding will probably win. Probably. Because I, I just have a feeling because they're in so many categories, they're going to win at least 
two or three of these. Like, awards. okay, we need to at least win one. Yeah, <laughs> it would be it would suck if they didn't win anything. That would oh suck. man, well it got bad ratings because of the gameplay. Yeah, some I heard you either love it or you hate it. It's like I don't know if there's really a middle ground. So there. best action adventure game. Okay, this is this is my genre here. So combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Yep. Borderlands three. I don't know what the traversal would be for that game. Oh, there's there's some is puzzle there, solving there... in there. You gotta like. I mean, to take down the boss, so you gotta like go find stuff to go take the boss down. Okay. If I'm, if again, I've only played very few of Borderlands, but of the other Borderlands, that's kind of how you play it. So if it's more Borderlands, which is what I've heard, should be exactly the same, right? So there's also control. Okay. Death, which this is the best action picture. Okay. Death Stranding. Okay. Resident Evil Two. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Link's Awakening. Yep. Uh, Sekiro. Sekiro's not going to get it. Okay. Um, for me, it would be um, Link, Resident Evil 2, one of those. I give it a Resident Evil. Cool. Because that game is really good. And the puzzles aren't difficult, but they're just enough difficult that if you're new to Resident Evil, you won't be completely lost. That's what I like about it. Best action game. Uh, Apex. Okay. Astral Chain. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. <laughs> You're pausing for dramatic effect. <laughs> Devil May Cry 5. Okay. Gears 5. Metro Exodus. Ooh, Metro. And this is for what? Best action game? Mm-hmm. Metro was really good. Very pretty game. Can you read the description? Uh, of the category? The best game in the action genre focused primarily on combat. Okay, so combat is... I'm going to go Gears. Gears is really good. I'm going to give it to Gears, too. Because Metro does have those like very close combat stuff, because obviously those mutant things that are running around. But Gears is obviously... The characters are so well... The enemies are so well done. It, and then I, I felt like I wasn't abundantly overwhelmed like I was in Gears 4. And I think Gears 5 definitely did some work on it. Uh, game of the year. Oh, wow. This is it. Okay, what is the game of the year? Control. Got it. Death Stranding. Okay. Resident Evil 2. I know what you're voting. No, let's see. Let's see. Sekiro. Smash Bros. Ultimate. And The Outer Worlds. Oh, shit. I know. That's I knew what was in this category. There are two games in here that I even had. Now, as I've told you, Resident Evil 2 was my game of the year all year long. And then Outer Worlds came out. And now I'm like, now I've heard some people have been complaining about there have been some bugs yes, in the game that were. hard crashes the game to pretty much not allow you to advance. Since then, they have fixed that. There was an update that came out and it, it has fixed it took that situation. Them a couple of weeks to get it done, but so, they did it. Yeah. So we have to take an accountability. Is that going to affect the outer worlds? In that aspect of things, yes, because okay. it's it's okay. a complete game, so okay, that will go into the because score. Resident Evil Two didn't have any books, <laughs> so yeah, as far as I played, for me, but it is a remake, exactly, and I know so a lot of me, people are going to be salty about it. <laughs> for me, it's you know, even though it's plays completely different and it looks completely different, yeah, it's still you don't have to do it. A lot of the work is already done. You're just remaking the world and the combat. Yeah, I think the best description of it was 
if it wasn't for the original Resident Evil 2, we wouldn't have got the remake. Yes. With that said, <laughs> I think they they did a really good job on it. And honestly, I think, yeah, it, it comes down. I don't think I can tell myself that this game is worthy. I don't know worthy is the right word, but can't hit that mark because it is considered that remake. Because I also fought for Fortnite not winning Game of the Year last year, not getting nominated, because I felt like that game didn't qualify because it came out last year. Now they've officially hardline said games that come out in December, well, after they make the ballot, anything after that gets qualified for the next Game Awards. So, like, all the Jedi, I think, won't make it until next year. A um, couple other games that came out yeah, towards the end. you got to have at least, like, over a month of it being out. Yeah. Actually, no. Because Outer World... No, Pokemon wasn't nominated either because it came out after the nominations. So that's another thing. I was trying to think of because I thought Jedi came out the same time as one of the other games. And it was Pokemon. That's why that did not get nominated. So those games will get pushed to 2020. Anyway. Um, so for, for me, it's going to be the Outer Worlds. Mainly because... Um, it kind of breathes some more life back into the RPG genre, especially for console, because we don't have a lot of good ones yep. uh, compared to, like, PC. Um, even though it is a double-A game and some people are like, oh, it's not even a triple-A game, I don't know why it's getting game of the year. Well, you know, they were able to use their resources and make something really special. And the amount of humor and amazing dialogue and choices and all types of awesome shit you can do in the game and just like the little tiny secrets laying around, they put in a lot of work, and uh, I I really really enjoyed the game. Even yeah, I'm a huge Smash fan. I know that's why <laughs> that's why I thought it was going to come down to those two games for you, but you didn't vote for Smash. No. You decided to give this to because there's Outer Worlds. There's less um, there's less to do in that game. Usually, it, for like fighting games, are hard for me to vote on because there's less for you to do. Okay. Um, that's just my opinion. Okay. I think it, I'm going to give this to Outer Worlds. I, I later have said that this this game definitely was in my contention for this year. It, I also have not played Death Stranding at this moment in time, and I have not played Control over this time. Though, I have heard I'm basing it off of the mixed signals that Death Stranding had. The second guessing I had based on watching the final gameplay stuff of Death Stranding Kind of seeing that it's not maybe a game for me. Maybe it might be a Christmas game I ask for one of my grandparents to get me. <laughs> but I don't feel like I'm going to pay $60 for it just based on what I've seen. The Outer Worlds, I would have paid $60 if it wasn't on Game, game Pass. Pass yeah. um, if re I paid $60 for Resident Evil 2. Um, Control I didn't get, but Nate said it was pretty good. So, And it's made by Remedy, which I love Remedy. So with all that, the Outer Worlds is going to get my Game of the Year vote as well. All right. Well, that's, that concludes it. That's that's all the voting we had. Yay. And we only did that in 40 minutes. <laughs> hey, yeah. Nice short video. <laughs> that bit is always the longest one, and I'm glad we got it out of the way. Sorry, guys. <laughs> all right. On to the next one. There you go. Next topic. The next topic is Riot. Um, as I have been playing League of Legends. I have kind of been reading up on a lot of Riot news and 
unfortunately, there was one that came out relatively recently that wasn't such good stuff happening for Riot. Oh, bro. Uh, exactly. Bro, bro, bro. Uh, this is written by, uh, over there on IGN, uh, written by Logan Plant. <laughs> All right. Plant. All the Plant family. The Plant family is proud. Uh, titled, Riot Games to pay out $10 million in gender discrimination lawsuit. Ooh. I will never right. see that much money in my entire life. Riot Games publisher <laughs> of League of Legends will pay at least $10 million as part of the settlement in its clash action lawsuit on gender-based discrimination. The lawsuit was settled in August of this year, but new court documents have revealed the, the details of the settlement. As reported by the Los Angeles Times, a Riot spokesperson said, quote, we're pleased to have a proposed uh, settlement to fully resolve the class action lawsuit. The settlement is another important step forward on and uh, I'm sorry, not step on. <laughs> uh, the settlement is another important step forward and uh, demonstrates the commitment to living up to the values and the making and to making Riot an inclusive environment for the industry's best talent. End quote. By the way, step in if you have anything you need to say to. Uh, don't feel like you need me to finish this whole thing. Uh, the Los Angeles Times reported that the money will go to women employees who have worked at Riot Games over the last five years. Oh. The approximately uh, 1,000 female identifying employees who worked at Riot between two Dude, that's November. That's a lot of money. Be and here's, here's the other thing. Right, that's a lot of people. And it's also worked at Riot between two November 2014 and and the time of the settlement, uh, which is in August of this year, is complete, will uh, be eligible to receive a part of the settlement. Just how much each current or former employee receives will be determined in part of how long they worked at Riot Games and whether they were full-time or worked under a contract. Oh my god, dude, they're making bank. <laughs> Update. This article previously stated that women employees would have a ch chance to self-identify as female to receive part of the settlement. We've updated the article for clarity, which I just read. So it in the original one probably just said women, and now it has been updated that people that identify as a woman. Oh. Uh, that was what he was just clarifying. Okay. He's just clarifying that that was what he said. Uh, the lawsuit against Riot began in November 2018 when two Riot Games employees, one current and one former, sued the company for gen oh, endemic gender-based discrimination and fostering a men-first environment. The class action uh, lawsuit said Riot Games was fostering a sexually hostile working environment oh, <laughs> and accused the company of violating California's Equal Pay Act. This ga uh, came oh. after an investigation from Gotaku reported on the alleged culture of sexism at Riot Games. The company released a response to Kotaku's report in August of 2018, three months before the lawsuit, which included the statement we have uh, a zero tolerance policy on discrimination harassment retaliation bullying and gender toxicity uh the response was wildly criticized however for not 
directly addressing some of the main issues found in Kotaku's report. Earlier this year, in May, Riot Games employees staged a walkout, uh, which I do remember. I remember them walking out and doing the whole thing. They had a riot? Uh, uh, they just walked out uh, to protest, forced... Uh, what is that? I don't want to mess that word up. Where are you at? Right there. Forced arbitration? There you go. Uh, which prevents employees from filing a lawsuit in the event of a dispute. Riot Games employees in Dublin, Ireland, joined their Los Angeles team members with a walkout of their own. When the lawsuit was settled earlier this year, a spokesperson from the Riot Walkout Group said the result brought peace of mind to women employees at Riot Games, but that the issue at the company go beyond gender and that the group wants to recognize the victims who aren't con uh, covered in the suit. This oh. was written by Logan Plant, is a writer for IGN and the production assistant uh, for Nintendo Voice Chat, IGN's weekly Nintendo show. Wow. So no details on what they actually did? Uh, well, this was the... <laughs> your, your Siri, your phone's going off. Uh, this is the uh, ending <laughs> result of that. She's like, whoa, man. <laughs> uh, this is the ending result of that, which is Riot Games is paying out $10 million in this gender discrimination lawsuit. Wow. So that's all of the information, and then the title of this headline was what has happened so far. Damn, I'd like to know the full story, but I guess I mean, that is know. the full story. <laughs> well, no, I'd like to know, like, what specific accusations were made. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I know that there was... I don't necessarily know what a bro environment means. Yeah, so the bro environment thing was like... what CBS wrote. There's a CBS article that uh, I think interviewed a, f a few more employees with IGN. They just kind of went through the whole thing, I think. Uh, and summarized everything. There's a CBS article that does interview a couple other employees. Yeah, and I, and I read that article earlier today. Do they mean like a frat boy environment? Like, I think that is what they're trying to clarify. Yeah, it's is the like bro someone, mentality. Like gets offended by something, he's like, oh, whatever, bitch. Uh, yeah, probably. There's like, like yeah, more like a frat sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Like I've you know, I I can't say that the riot team and the riot head guys are not that way. I've never met them. Uh, obviously, I've seen the documentary. They seem pretty nice guys there. But then again, so did Kevin Spacey, and look where he turned out. Uh, so oh, I don't boy. know where a lot of these. I don't know where people have these skeletons in the closet. And why can't you just be nice to people? I don't. I don't know. I think that's no one to that's stop where, fucking around. That's where this world has come to. Why can't we all just be nice to one another? Who knows? We don't know the question. We don't know the answer to that I question. Mean, playful, like you know, shit talking. That's cool. But if you're being like straight up rude to somebody, you know, you're gonna get. You're gonna. Yeah. You're gonna get what you deserve. So. How do you feel about this whole thing entirely? Well, I mean, that's. For one, that's a lot of money to be spread to across a thousand to a thousand people. people. Ten um, million to one thousand. And I'm I'm curious of how they got to that number of like how how damaging must it have been for them to know. get that much money. Like that's I I need to know what happened. Like, yeah, because like, like there there seems to be there there might be some stuff that we aren't knowing entirely and we probably never will know because we're only getting this information because it's based on released information uh as opposed to this court and session was probably not open to the public 
But and if it was class action, I mean, it must have been pretty broad stroke thing, like nothing super specific unless it was a like straight up pattern of disrespect, which is what it sounds like. But I mean, it's not like it can't be like someone went and like grabbed a chick's ass at work um, unprecedented because then it'd just be going to that one person. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it has to be just a pattern of people like being assholes. Being treated that way yeah. that are identifying as woman because that, that's what we've been updated as is if you identify as a woman, this is what you're getting. But uh, yeah, apparently. And also the um, they weren't getting paid as much as the guy employees were. Which is illegal. With, uh, and also, even more specifically to California's laws, um, yeah, it, it, I, I don't really understand when I hear things like that of, like, how that all comes to be, of where, you know... You can this, do the job, you can do the job. You well, get paid as much as the next person. Yeah, and then this is also comes down to uh, when I was watching an episode of Adam Ruins Everything. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. Yeah. Um. So he talks about like there he jokingly makes a thing of uh when people try to hide how much they make and that doesn't benefit anybody except your boss. Like if Ashton and I were working at the same job doing the same thing and he was getting paid $100 more than I was he won't he won't tell me because in his mind our society has told him to not say that. But in actuality, that's just a made-up thing that it actually would benefit us both if he said that how much he made sort of thing. You know, am I am I making this clear kind of thing? People should share their incomes. So that way they make sure they're being paid equally. Exactly. That's the, that's the end of that. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's what I was getting to. Any final words on this one? It's a shitty situation. That's what it is. I mean, just just treat everybody equally. Yeah. Fucking cares, man. They do the job, pay them. Yeah. We're moving on to our final topic. This is a little bit of a fun one. I wanted to end uh, 2019 off with a little bit of a fun one. Yeah, light note. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is actually going to be our last BitKate episode of 2019. Can you believe that? It's already been... You've, you've been on BitKate for a full year. I have. Yeah, how does that feel? Feels like I've only been doing it for like a couple months. But. Exactly. <laughs> See, that's the benefit of us breaking it down because we only do like 12 episodes a year. But um, I wanted to do a fun one where we are going to rate 10 controllers, at least the ones that I can find. These aren't all the ones I actually have. But uh, 10 controllers. 10 controllers of all time. Yes. Uh, they range from all sorts of different places. Where do you want to Do you want to just go like down this Let's, line? Let's uh, go from the. Uh, from this one down? Let's or go from, from origin, from a chronological order. Oh my god, that wasn't me. Obviously, you saw his face. <laughs> so I'm gonna mode. do these ones. I'm gonna do these ones first since they're closer. Okay. These are the Joy Cons, aka the Nintendo Switch's controllers. Um, we what we're going to do is we're gonna rate this on a one or zero to ten scale. And then I'm going to give a score, Ash is going to give a score, and then we're going to average it out, just like how we do in movie combat. And then we are going to see who has the top score at the end of, the, of this bit, all right? Okay. So far, okay, maybe I should take the nubs off, because I feel like that's cheating a little bit. Yes, it is. Right there. So far, I'm going to let you hold one of these. I mean, hold your Joy-Con. They're super small. 
<laughs> and that was like the major thing. That was my major upset for- about these these controllers here. But I mean, the thing is, I've had a I've had a Vita, I've had a PSP, and these don't feel like that. These feel nice. The little joysticks. I think the construction of the controller is very good. The buttons are fine. I don't have it really. I will say the connectivity on these things are shite. They're not very far. You can't go very far on them, and that annoys me sometimes. What are you thinking? You need both? No, I don't. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh man, you you just handed me this. I um. Or are you ready I to have vote? Big hands. I, for me, I can't. <laughs> yeah. It's. I don't it's know. Very it's very plasticky. It's, it's like I'm trying to play um, a video game with an iPod shuffle. Okay. Um, it is about that size. Yeah, it's just an iPod shuffle is more square. Yeah. Maybe a Nano. Nano would be That closer. HD Rumble, though. HD Rumble is cool. very nice. Uh, I mean, so here's the thing. I like the versatility of it, and I like that it's, you know, it's supposed to be, you know, you can take it off and off the main console and play however the hell you want but a lot of times if you play co-op you're two-handing this yeah, little the, tiny the co-op thing. is is co-op pretty bad is, is not great even though oh, it's it's hard to rate this controller with other ones just because it's so different mm-hmm. um, oh we'll get to some different ones but um that is definitely the different for one, me gets a seven a seven that's a pretty decent score it's not bad it's just it's not i'm gonna i'm gonna give it i'm some, not japanese i don't have the small <laughs> yeah I'm going to give it some bonus points just because I have used the when I'm laying in bed like this and I'll just be lazy and I'll prop the the the, the switch up and I'll just like sit like this and <laughs> I can be really comfortable. Try it out. You can do it. I will dock it points though. It is super small and super annoying with the connectivity issues that it does have. This is the Gen 1 Switch Joy-Cons. Um, uh, I, have, I haven't run into them very often, but I have at other people's houses when it does come in to play uh if things are obstructing it it does not work very good um yeah i think i'm going to give this uh yeah i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a 6.5 i was thinking six or seven i'm just gonna go right in the middle 6.5 all right okay cool i'm gonna let you be scorekeeper here since i have to get the controllers so we'll just write just write joy con and then I did six point five, and you did a seven, so okay. which I think is a six point seven five. <laughs> All right. The next one, one of my first ever controllers that I ever got to play with, <laughs> the Nintendo sixty four controller. This is the Pokemon branded one. The Nintendo sixty four controller, very light. For what it is. is. It? Yeah, it's real light. It's real light. Oh, wow. This does a lot for what it was back in 1996. Like, this backpack right here, you can put... They, they made an adapter so that you could play Pokemon ye- Red, Blue, and Yellow on Pokemon Stadium. Like, and there was a Rumble Pack that came with this game well, that you could get for 64. But yeah, that is a weird. Yeah, the three handle control. thing is so <laughs> it is, weird, and it has a Z button underneath. It does guys, have a Z button. Those of you uh, new kids out there, um, or an after gray thing in the center, that's a trigger. Yeah, that was which a trigger. You yeah. use in every game, <laughs> so you have well, to hold yeah. it in the middle for most games like this. 
and you're just like you're holding it like this. Yeah. Over the over the other buttons, and then. Yeah, that D pad is D pad. Nobody uses it. That was a and pretty then, bad D pad. Like you have to get your hand off the trigger to use the left bumper. So it's like it's an iconic design yes. for one. Yeah. And it was revolutionary for its time. Today, oh fuck, you cannot you cannot play anything with this. It is uh, not good. I will say because this is an original controller. This is from my original sixty four. There, I will okay. I take really good care of my controllers, so my wire is not frayed. My joystick actually still works, which most people's are broken. Yeah, usually they're loose. Um, snap. Yeah, but mine's still very much working. So for that majority, I'm gonna have to dock at some points on that too. Yeah, durability is pretty terrible. Uh, the buttons. They're pretty. They can get stiff. stiff. Yeah. yeah, the A and B button. I think I remember that they end being up getting a thing. Stiff. Uh, so durability, like like we said, you know, is not super great on these things. I'm um, gonna give I this. Will say, though, oh, okay, go I ahead. I will say though, in its time, uh, it was the only controller out there that had so many different variations of it. Like how, like take uh, like Xbox One controllers when they came out. You know, there'd be like you have well, as you can see, this has Pokemon right this on This one has Pokemon. They also had like a see-through. And there's the backpack. Um, see-through apparatus. versions of it so it's like uh, they had like a purple a green a red uh, a white um, a blue they had like all sorts of different colors and then they had like the standard uh gold uh red blue and black i believe yeah there's a lot and then they also had another line where it was um uh the shiny ones like gold and and mm. silver and shit so i mean it I'm ready to vote. They were they were on it, but uh, I'm going to give this one a six. I'm going to go six. You know what? I'm going to go six as well. The number of the beast. Just because I, I would have gave it a little bit more points. I think this would have been like maybe a five or so, but I think this adapter is way ahead of its time. That D-pad is just garbage. That's a garbage D-pad. Um, but the buttons are okay. I think they're okay. just trying to make it symmetrical. And the fact that this joystick breaks a lot, I got to dock at some points there, too. What are our scores so far? Uh, so Joy-Cons, we have um, 13.5 combined score, and Nintendo 64 has 12. Okay. Next, the PlayStation 3 controller. This is the DualShock 3. Um, man, it feels weird holding this. This... Is super annoying. I hated this controller. It's so small. It's so tiny. Yeah. Compared I, to the PS4 controller, which is a little bit farther down our line of randomness here. But yeah. No. Oh, you're not even gonna hold it? You gotta at least hold it in order to make this fair. I know how it feels. <laughs> you gotta hold it. Put it in your hands. <laughs> Fucking flinging across the room. Yeah, I'm I usually don't like PlayStation <laughs> controllers. They're too small. My my hand covers this entire thing. Like, yeah, it's now I a lot of people would fight for that controller, though. I'm just saying. Whatever. But I I'm not. I, that's I'm not. It's impressed. very. I it's very light. There's nothing in this thing. Uh, almost as light as the 64 controller. Um, I'm gonna have to give this a four. I'm gonna give this a four. Oh, I'd rate it 
I rated it a six. Okay. Even though I really hate it, it wasn't like a super bad controller. What did you have originally? Oh, you had a six. You know, it's fine. That's fine. You had a six. You had six. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's not. Wait, if you have small hands, it could be a good controller. I don't like it at all. But yeah, it's not great. The Xbox 360 controller. Uh, don't worry. I literally just put stickers on this. This is an old, old controller. Uh, I took the battery pack out, though. So we'll have to th imagine the big power brick that's in the back of this thing. This is a heavy controller when it has batteries in it. When it doesn't, it does lose a little bit of weight. Um, yeah, the D-pad's pretty shite yeah, in this. Yeah, D-pad is trash. Um, I don't know. It, it kind of... it's. I will say this, even though I like it more than the PlayStation 3 controller, this one is way uglier. Um, ooh, yeah. I remember the sticks would always come a little bit more loose the more that you play. Um, some of the buttons would tend to stick. One thing, yeah, one thing that I will say is that it's it is not pretty. It's it's pretty ugly. This is a, minus those stickers there. I, but I will. The, I will. I didn't rate show it, the other controller. I will rate it higher than the PlayStation Three just because of the. Um, this is the, the PS3 format. controller. Yeah, just to be fair with it. Oh, that um, was my phone. Xbox controller feels better in your hands, though, which is what's more important than the way that it looks. So I'm gonna go with a 360. I thought the triggers were good in this. Yeah, they're fine. But obviously, you know, we we got the better version of that in the Xbox One. But I think at the time, you can barely hear it. I'm giving it a seven. You're giving it a seven. I think I'll have to agree with you. I'm gonna give that a seven too. Uh, I would have gave it an eight. That D-pad is garbage. It is the worst. It, it's almost to the quality of that N64 one. This one just moves better. Um, the uh, but yeah, the joysticks. I never had a problem with sticking on joysticks. I know a lot of people did. I know a lot of people that Just had drifting yeah. problems with uh, rubbing this whole thing off. Um, I don't have that problem. I don't sweat through my hands as with salt like some people do. I took this controller to a, like parties and events and stuff. So people have used my controller and have rubbed that all off. I've had this controller for a really long time. Um, I think the home button was built pretty well. The start and back buttons are not very good either. These are very much in the middle and in the way. So that's why I gave it a seven. Next one. The Xbox One controller. Uh, this is the Project... Wow, that is a jump and a half. This is the uh, Project Scarlet Edition. Or, yeah, uh, Scorpio, sorry. Project Scorpio Edition controller. Um, oh, yeah. This is Xbox One's thing. Uh, they definitely upgraded by putting that the batteries in the back. Took away that whole big, weird, constricting spot yeah, that, that the 360s the had. Um, the joysticks are much better. one of my favorite joysticks in, in video games. The triggers are... Much better. Almost nothing. Which, the three... The, triggers are a big thing for me. They make if they make too much sound. I don't want to hear that. Also, the rumbles, the uh, vibration motors that are in the triggers, as well as the full controller, is a big upgrade from the 360. The D-pad got fixed. 
Uh, it's definitely still not great. The buttons are a lot better. The start, in, uh, I call the sandwich button and the uh, menu and menu button. Um, those buttons feel a little bit better. They're not so constricted to the center like the 360 had its home button in the same spot as them. Design's a lot cleaner for the top as yeah. well. It's not all weird and curvy. Um, it also feels somehow lighter. Yeah. Um, and it just has a really sleek design uh, for all their controllers. And what's really cool, even though you can't really factor it in too much, Xbox Design Lab, you know, you can literally make a controller to your own specs uh, for like $10 more than a normal controller. Yeah. So, yeah, i definitely going to go. One thing I will say. It does have a glitch or connectivity issue or something um, in the batteries where it will just say reconnect your controller or your controller is turned off uh, like your batteries died. And it'll just be blinking or it won't blink actually. It'll just, the, the bright LED will be on and be like, no, it's on and you can't work. So you have to take your battery pack out and put it back in. Happens to a lot of the Xbox One controllers. That is one major flaw. Um, that I have seen other than that, nothing else. The fact that they also allowed this controller to work with your PC, you literally plug in a, U a mini USB to USB, and it just works. Uh, the 360 controller did that for a long time until the Windows made an update where everyone was then required to get one of these. But, you can um, also get the S version with the Bluetooth built in. Yes. But those are $80. Those are the, yeah. There's also the Pro 2s. The, what the elite is elite twos. That's mm -hmm. right. Those have built-in Bluetooth as well. Uh, this is the non-grip one. I know that if you buy, you can buy ones now. With the sixty-dollar ones have yeah. the rubberized grips, which is also a great addition for those people that do have sweaty hands. Uh, this is my stock one that I got with the Xbox One X. Since I don't sweat that often, it doesn't bug me, and I'm I'm usually pretty fine. I'm a sweaty tryhard. I will say. Those are pretty loud joysticks as well. Yes. Um, but you can put nubs on them and, and call it a day as well. Uh, I'm going to give this an 8. I gave it a 9. I would have probably went that way too. Uh, one thing I don't like is the mini USB. I don't like mini USBs. They break a lot. I know a lot of people that have lost controllers because of the mini USB breaking. It's just a really not great thing to use. Uh, I don't like devices that have mini USBs in them. I know USB-C wasn't really around at this time. It was, but it wasn't common. Um, I do think that they upgraded very well, but I'm just going to give it an 8. So, The Switch Pro Controller. This is the Switch Pro Controller. Offset uh, joysticks, which is also a thing I, we haven't really talked about, but that is my preferred yeah. method of gameplay. The Switch Pro Controller is very square. Yeah, I will give it that. Real, it's real wide. Um, yeah, it's so one thing. Can you give me hold that? So I know one, it keeps rolling off when you're yes, trying to hold it. Um, I don't know. So like, what's really cool about this though is they have the amiibo support for uh, certain true, games. Yeah. You can oh, it's on the joystick, right? Or is it in the center? Uh, for these, I believe it's in the center. Got it. Okay. Uh, but on the Joy Cons, on the stick. Yeah, it's on the stick. Uh, so that I is forgot cool to thing. say that yeah. about the yeah. the Joy Cons, but you know they have their Amiibo support. They're like fifteen bucks um, mm. for each figurine, or you can get the cards, and they're way cheaper. Do the same thing. You just don't get to look at anything pretty on your desk. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it. when you look at it, it definitely kind of looks like Nintendo, like especially even with the bumpers and the triggers. There's almost no sound. This is also running in at one of the highest controllers price that we have in yeah. the list. The three. The, this is more expensive than an Xbox One controller because that's eighty dollars, which yeah. is it's, it's outright insane. ridiculous. Yes. Because to me, there isn't much difference in that other than it has that AR support with the Amiibos. It doesn't. It has its own Bluetooth connectivity. Even though some people have finagled their ways of using this on their PC, um, but you got to jump through hoops. It's just. That's way too expensive for a controller. Yeah. For a device that doesn't need a controller. Yeah, and it's also one thing like I don't I'm not a huge fan of the buttons. Um just because they kind of feel like like the D pad, for example, feels almost sticky, but it's not. Like it takes a bit for you to push it in if you want to test that out. Um the overall look of the controller, it's kind of ugly. Um They do I, have this like pleather wrapping on the controller too yeah i don't know the the controller itself is not not a looker no headphone sure. jack either no yeah. no connectivity of headphones yeah there's no uh battery pack you can put in it's straight up charge only um i also think these are really close to each other yes but i mean you know if you're a fighter then maybe well yeah and it's also you don't have a lot of sh shooting games first person shooters or anything on the switch but now you do here's my trigger test you know it's like you nothing. Got, There's like no you got sound. Fortnite and whatnot now on there, but I don't know. For me, it's it's an ugly controller. I feel like the Y button's like really over there. Yeah, and it's the the button placement is a little bit off. Um, there's it's it's really crammed there on the right side. Um, with with everything over there, and the start and menu buttons are trash. Huh. And the sticks, if you notice, they don't have. See, they have that little ridge there, like the Xbox One controller, but instead of making a little divot down to hold your thumb, it's pointing up almost like a PlayStation controller. Oh, um, yeah, it does. It has, it's, it's, so uh, you it's slide like a right bubble over. You slide instead right over. of a this, it's this. Yes. So it's, you, you end up sliding off if you got sweaty hands like I do. Yeah, um, I'm going to give this. I'm giving it a six. Maybe if I'm gonna give a it a six and a half. half, five and a half. Wow, I'm gonna give it a six and a half because I like the triggers. They're very like I don't buttons. They're very silent. There's no sound. You're giving it a six, you said. Yes, I'll give it a six. Yeah, for a modern controller, that's to me, it's a shit job. The PlayStation Four controller, the DualShock Four, as they uh, like to call this it. This one's a little better than the third one. Um, that D pad's not that great either. No, they, they definitely didn't change too much on the triggers, but they did change them. I'll give them that. It definitely feels more of a. I'm pulling a trigger on this. Uh, X circle, triangle, and square. Good real estate, I think. The share and options button to me are just. They're easy to access. You don't uh, ever think about them, though. Um, but I will say, because of this god-awful touchpad, they actually are in good positions to do stuff in. I always forget they're there, though, because they're. I always go right to the middle because normal controllers have them in the middle, and the PlayStation 3 had it also. But since that touchpad has been there, they moved them to the so close that all you got to do is just boop right up to the top, and then you yeah. can hit pause and whatever. Um, 
I'm not a fan of the touchpad. No, the touchpad's terrible because uh, they didn't utilize it. This is garbage. I don't like this light beaming when I'm playing in the dark. Uh, I don't want to have a rave. I just want to play my video game. Um, the speaker in the controller is a cool touch when games use it. Most of the time they don't. Uh, but it is a cool feature. I'll give it that because there has been moments that I've been like, oh, that's so cool when it happens. And then when it doesn't happen, then I totally forget that it's even there. Hmm. Um, the joysticks, they're quiet. They're pretty quiet. Uh, they kind of almost distract me from the fact that their triggers are still not great. Um, they're so small. They're so tiny. Yeah. Um, I'll let you play around with that. Yeah, so this is a, the stick I don't like. So my main thing, so, all right, so this controller, usually I have a huge problem with PlayStation controller size being too small. This one is closer to the, the way I like m my controllers. Um, I I wouldn't dock it too much with the, with the size factor just because I think they really stepped it up this time. I can feel my hands. However, you know, all the business is in the front. There's no party in the back. Um, I'm not getting any good feeling with my my pointer finger and my middle finger. Um, for the bumpers, the bumpers are real small. And the triggers, again, are real small. You you can literally slip off of them. It was kind of like, like it's, the it's PlayStation. The, the upgrade from the PlayStation 3 controller was the fact that these are curved now. Well, yeah, and that they're curved, and that's, that's great. But, but the they, Xbox One the, is... These better because it's are, more curved. It's these, longer. These buttons are too short. They yeah. uh, they need to extend them out a little bit. Make give them a little duck bill. That's fine. But it, I feel like I'm literally holding the controller mostly, just like this, you know, with with fingers in the back, holding the handles, and then you just have your your fingers on top are actually gripping the controller when you play. Um. So I don't know how people play first-person shooters effectively without any sort of mods. And these thumbsticks, I always hate the thumbsticks for PlayStation controllers because they have the little bubble. They don't they don't have the divot to actually hold your thumbs in place. You can slip around and whatever. And these, and I also hate the material for the sticks. I don't like them. They feel weird. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. They're very contradictory to the rest of the controller. None of, they feel different from every other part of the controller. Yeah, they definitely stand out. Um, and they're gray for black. their for their rubber. Yeah, this is the very standard PlayStation Four controller. Uh, I do know a lot of people will fight to the death for this controller as well. It's just I felt like all they did was they made it wider, which it did need to do. I, yes. I think what the PlayStation Three was. This is a giant update from that controller. I like it a lot more than the th PlayStation Three controller. A yeah. Lot more. Um, I do think that some of the features, when they're used, are great. I understand what this is for. I know what the light was designed and what has now been what it is being used for with VR. Um, and it does work very well. It's a very good tracker for VR. But the fact that I cannot turn this off is dumb. Um, it also went with the USB-C, or not USB-C, uh, micro USB uh, for its charging. This was actually its full design from the very beginning was the 3.5 jack already built in there and then they have their little proprietary thing and that's there as well um but yeah i'm gonna give this a i'm gonna give it a seven i give it, it a 6.5 because i do think it is a good controller it's a decently good controller 
it is not great. Uh, the Xbox One, I think, is where my heart was. I also like the offset controllers, yeah. offset sticks. It doesn't bug uh, me as much on this controller aligned. as it did like so. the uh, PlayStation 3 or the um, other controller we're going to be talking about. Let's let's take a blast from the past. This is the NES controller. <laughs> it is the square rectangular buttons. Uh this is actually from the uh from the NES Classic uh, as you can see from its little adapter here, but it is nonetheless the same exact design that it would have been. I actually do have an NES that does have those exact controllers. They are the exact same uh no more no less. I don't know, there's something about that controller. Okay, so here's my thing. Um, durability is actually pretty good on these, uh, from what I remember. I don't remember um, anyone saying my controller is broken. Yes. That's my um, thing. I've never heard anyone say that. The thing is, with this, other than its iconic, awesome look, um, nice retro vibe, uh, this, if you were to pick this up now versus yeah. you know, pick, picking it up for the first time back when this was first out, you would hate it because... You're used to just straddling your controller, you know, like this, and playing like that. But on this one, in order to have optimal like input, you're playing at holding the corners down here just to get everything done, and you're holding everything by the buttons. So that's that's kind of a problem. Um, but for the games that it was normally used for, you know, lots of platformers. Well, Mario know, Brothers was played on this, you know. And anything like Tennis, Pong. Smash. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there might have been an NES Pong. Uh, Castlevania, Metroid, those games were played on there. Yeah, it's, some, you know, it's... it's. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't need a stick for the games that were on there, so I'm not going to dock it for that. But I will say, like, even though this D-pad looks super cheap, it works yeah. really well. It does I, work really good. I never really had a problem with, oh, I pressed the wrong button, or I did this. But, you know, I'm holding this. If I hold it up right here, like right at the top part of my, and I have to play it like this, I think this is the actual way that you're supposed to hold this thing. Um, but, like, the A and B... They just are right there. They're boom, 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 boom. You can you can play your controller right there. Yeah, but I, I feel like they're too much of a reach down. They need to put it up about a you, half you inch. You felt about right there. Yeah. Okay, I feel it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I like this controller. This is one of my favorite controllers of all time is the NES controller just based on – and this wasn't even the first controller I had. The, the 64 was actually – um, I'm more of a Super Nintendo kind of guy. Which I do have, but it's just somewhere in we a box, and I don't want to dig that. it out. Um, but – yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm, I'll I'll dock it a little bit of points because that D-pad is definitely its original decision of being put there for whatever reason. I'm gonna give it a six, based on today's standards. It probably would have got a higher score if it was about ten years earlier, but I'm gonna give it a solid six. I'll give it a five. Okay. Let's head back to PlayStation. Why not? Because there's about five more controllers of this stuff. No, this is the last one. Uh, I don't have a PS1 controller, so we're not going to rate that one. This, this is the PlayStation the 2 controller. Uh, this is not the last one. This is second to last. Yeah. Um, this is the PlayStation 2 controller, obviously wired. Um, hmm. So, okay. So Wow. Wow. Where did that go? Why did they get rid of that? The dual bumpers instead of triggers. Why did they get rid of this? 
Yeah, so this is the controller I grew up with. Um, this was also my predominantly yeah, so this, grown-on controller. This actually feels good in my hand because it's not that it's wider because it's not. It's not wider than the controllers that we've seen before. Um, but the bumpers here are actually raised, so it's perfect for bigger hands. You know, yeah. it's most of them is just flat. Is on this the top a DualShock? Uh, yeah, it is. Yes. Or the sta Stakes, or um, I don't know what they had. They had like didn't they have like two? Co uh, PS3 had two different companies making everything. So D-pad was always pretty good. The start buttons in the analog were kind of shit because they're so the way it's formatted here. All the um, there's little platforms here for your all your buttons in your D-pad. And then you have to get in this little hole right here to get to the start button uh, if you need to pause anything. So you literally, whenever you had to pause something, you went. Yeah, you had to <laughs> You had to take You're your like, hand and go like that. Unless you wanted to, like, reach over the button. Yeah, so see, that, and that was my thing with the PS4 controller was oh. because that touchpad got put there, it allowed that start and share button. Actually, I the remember what I did. share button right there. So what I would do, and I wouldn't take my hand off. What I would do is I'd just reach over with the opposite finger because the controller wasn't super wide. You were able to do that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The one thing I d didn't like about the controller at the time were the sticks, the fabric, Woo! like the material. Because it, it does stick your fingers. <laughs> so it, it, keeps your, it keeps your fingers on there. It keeps your thumbs on there at all times. I never had an issue with slipping unless my dad was eating bacon with his fingers like an asshole. And using the controller, this um, D-pad's not terrible. It's not terrible. It's not like amazing, but it's it, definitely it's still good. one button though. Um, so the sticks, the they always got Do dirty. You see how small these just are? because they're of like the nice. the material they're made of. They're kind of st like sticky feeling almost. So they felt gross sometimes. <laughs> um, but in terms of like the feel and the how how everything works, it it was fantastic controller. Yeah, I mean, I hold my controller like a normal person, so <laughs> no, no, that's a different don't. topic for a different time. Um, so when I hold my controller, where I was complaining with the PS3 and the in the PS4 Dual Shocks is my my fingers are now they're snug in there. They're like they're, there's not a problem of me having this like woo like you know this wild all over the place thing and. I mean, I don't know. I, I do like the, the back buttons. Obviously, these are super... I don't like the bumpers too much, the the full button connections I, here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I And I feel like it is the right size, but for some reason, it when I have it with the PS3... I, is there a difference with the PS3? Is the PS3 smaller? Yeah, it's they look the same, but I don't understand why I feel like this one's smaller. Maybe oh, that's why, because my hands are so all over the place that when I go back to this, they're locked. It doesn't feel as small because my hands, my middle fingers aren't in the in sight, so I'm like not controlling the whole thing. While I was with this, I'm I'm all over the place, you know. Um. What did I give the PS3 controller? Uh, what did you give the PS3? Yeah. Uh, you gave it a four. A four. Wow. I feel like the PS2 controller is infinitely better. Oh, yeah. I think this is definitely better. I'm going to give this a six. I gave it a seven and a half. Okay. I just don't like this. These are too loud. And this is awesome. 
(laughs) So loose. All right. Last one and the latest one. The Google Stadia controller. Founders edition, baby. This is the founders edition, as you can clearly see with the orange stuff here. Uh, Have you opened yours up even? (laughs) Yeah, I I did. Okay, I I don't know if this is going to turn on TV when I start doing this. But, Um, uh... Okay, so... Wow, this this is is crazy. To me, it looks a lot like the Nintendo Pro Controller uh, in terms of the look and feel. Even though it's not offset, which I do prefer, um, the controller itself is actually... Um, a little heavier than it uh, than it looks. So here are the. This is the Google Stadia controller. This is the Switch controller. They're very similar in look and style. Um, I will say the triggers are much better on the Stadia controller than the Nintendo Pro controller. Um, sticks I also like more on the Stadia because they have the divots. They don't have the bubble. Yeah, they That's don't. That's how it should be made. Learn it, Sony. Um, D-pad is actually good too. Uh, I like that it has a little divot in there. It's almost like a little boat that it's kind of going back and forth and buttons, uh, how are the buttons, Ryan? Uh, so as the one that has actually played this, <laughs> I, I've been playing the Stadia a little bit. I'm not going to go into a review cause that's for a different video. Um, but like it does feel good. Like I've played destiny. I played tomb Raider and they feel it, it feels good. The thing about this, they remove there's no battery pack. This is all USB C, USB type C charger, which is what the next gen uh, controllers will have. Uh, 3.5 jack in the bottom. Uh, and that's really all the plugins that you got on this thing. This is the most expensive controller we have in our lineup, unless Nate wants to walk out here in five seconds. Um, but the <laughs> this is. I don't know. It's it's definitely a different experience for the controllers, for the controller universe. Um, hmm. It does have... Don't like the bumpers. It does have lined up uh, uh, joysticks, which I'm not... I like the offset. I wish... If it would have been offset, that might be one of the best controllers ever made. But... There, because because the thing about this controller, unlike any of the other ones, is it doesn't run on a console, and it connects to the internet, and that's how you're playing the system. So that controller, though it may be one of the most expensive controllers we have in the lineup, it does something that none of the other controllers do: is it connects to the internet to re- relay um, information back and forth to what game you're playing to the device itself and not even really connecting to the Chromecast. The Chromecast is just picturing something. I really like the feel of the, the front and the back. They're two different materials or finishes, whatever. Yeah, it's a finish. Yeah. Um, really nice I, d- I like the shape. I think um, the shape is one of the best lead designed shapes we've seen. Can I feel I, like I'm gonna bring it might up be, the Xbox One controller. I think it might be, and I, I know it, it sounds weird saying this, but I, I think it's a, a tad... This is the one. Just a touch too wide for the design that they were going for, in my opinion. That's the one compared to this. Yeah, because with the Xbox One, I don't have to really reach to grab anything. But still, yeah. you kind of have to a little bit. I have to do one of these maneuvers yeah. here. Yeah, so they, they, they might want to, if they come out with like a pro version or whatever, they might want to redesign. Uh, yeah, because I cannot, or I can't reach that top button. Maybe make it a tad without shorter. Moving my yeah, hand up. Yeah, it's. Their home button 
in the middle of the controller here, though. Yeah. Like, right at the bottom where the joysticks are. I don't think that was for... That you don't use that button at yeah. all. Uh, the other thing is uh, you got the Google Assistant button, Options button, uh, Screenshot button, and then this little Sandwich button, just like how the... Yeah, uh, so I do like that they have a Screenshot button um, instead uh, of, like, how Xbox... PlayStation 4s has one, too. Oh, that's cool. Okay, I did not know that. Um, and the Switch does. Xbox does not have that. You have to double-tap the home button and press X. I think they're the only controller of the modern consoles because that's a screenshot button. And then the Joy-Cons have a screenshot button. And then the DualShock 4 has a screenshot button because uh, it's a share. It just says share. But, yeah, I mean, I like the shape. I like the shape. Let me see the... So... Uh, for me, again, it's just. I don't a know. Touch this one kind of. I think it's a touch too wide. Boom. Yeah, it, for, I think it is too. Up. But I think the reasoning and why is this body that the Xbox One controller has is, is like you were saying. It's it's more angular. Well, you said it was too big. I think it's more angular. Yeah. With the Xbox One controller, so that you're, I I can literally just take my thumb. Boom! Right there, I'm in the options button. I can hit the home button. That's my reach is the home button. With that, you got to reach for the share button. <laughs> like yeah, it's it's in terms of functionality. How's the um, how's the rumble? Uh, it's good. Um, I would say probably a little bit of the level of the Switch one oh. of the Pro controller. Uh, this does have HD rumble in it. Technically, I think I think these ones actually do too. Um, but there's no rumble in the controller and the triggers because. It's in the. It's so sunken into the controller. There doesn't need to be. The Xbox One has uh, rumble in the controllers. I don't know if they. Well, obviously these don't either. Or they might. They might. They might have motors in here. They're big enough. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It. It is. It feels nice. It definitely feels nice. I think I'm gonna have to give this an eight as well. I'm gonna rate it at the same as the uh, Xbox One. Really. Yeah, because I I think first off these triggers are really well are really put together, they're hooked. My it doesn't matter. I think for you it's gonna feel weird because it's heavier. It's top heavy. I don't mind the heaviness. Oh okay. Well I would I was saying more of the top heaviness because you hold your controller like that. You have the two two fingers, so it might lean out of your hand a little bit more as opposed to that is more concaved. But for me, like these. They're they're close to each other, and I don't really have a problem with moving back and forth because it literally is just I can just move like this. The D pad is good. Um, they are separate buttons. It's just one plastic piece, but there are separate buttons as opposed to the one piece. Um, the sticks they're not too loud. I will say these buttons are freaking loud. They almost remind me of the Switch Pro controller. Yeah, that's exactly what it reminds me. Except of. these are silent or the They do have a ones. better D-pad than the Switch Pro though. Yeah. Um but I I think it is a really good controller. It's definitely the most high-tech controller we have. Um I could go back on it. You know what? I'm going to drop mine. I'm going to go to a 7.8. Um just cuz I think it is too wide. I'm not going to rate it exactly, but I think it's pretty close to an 8. But I'm going to go 7.8. I give it a 7.5. Okay. Um. Yeah. Hey Nate. Did Did you get my text? Oh. 
We have a wild card. Thank you, Nate. Oh, you have one? He has an elite one. This is the first elite controller. This is number 11. Hopefully I don't turn it on for you. Um, he does have the back buttons on. This is heavy. <laughs> this is super heavy. It I've feels never held one. really heavy. But that D-pad is feels... It's metal. It's a metal piece. Metal. Metal. Um, huh. I I oh, mean paddles. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I could do the paddles. I squeeze Oops, my controller sorry. pretty hard. I might accidentally push buttons when I get jump scared. I mean, there there definitely seems like there's more going on in the middle of this one because of these buttons right here. But I almost feel like I hold it better with these metal pieces. These are magnets. They're magnetized in there. They just fit right there. Interesting. Yeah, um, I like it. I don't know. Ooh. You can barely hear that joystick. It definitely feels like a lot better than that joystick. Oh, I do like the sticks. Oh. Yeah. It like flicks back. Yeah, feel, feel that and then feel that. You can feel it. Oh, my God. Yeah, flick my stick. Flick my stick. Like yeah, that. there we go. Like that. Like, Just slightly out of frame. Flick that stick. Yep. Yep. Stop <laughs> leaning into it. <laughs> Just let it happen. Let it happen naturally. Um, yeah, it, I mean, that is definitely an elite and these controller. Are different, uh, two different modes on it for different button layouts, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay. You do have setting changes on that. Interesting. Can you put these up there? No, I don't think you can. I'm going to have to rate that higher than this. Because I think with the settings, it does fix everything that... Wait, what does this got down here? What? Oh, they did put that on there. Okay. Um, the 3.5. I'm going to placing these lower and see how they feel lower. But the fact that you have the option to do that, though. Yeah. Um, I guess it all depends on the grip yeah. that you have. Yeah, because obviously you can... You can you can hear the plastic. Oh, For me, I'm. You can hear the plastic that this controller is obviously made out of. Sixty dollars. How much was that? A hundred dollars. Hundred dollars for this, and then the new one is one. Eighty. Yeah. Okay, so this is a hundred and fifty dollar controller. This is a sixty dollar controller. So almost double the price. And then that. The only way you can get a Stadia controller is by buying the $140 bundle that it comes in. Uh, I guess they do retail. How much is a Stadia controller? 70 70 bucks. I think you could buy an extra controller. Um, hmm. I don't think I could get... I don't think I could use this. I squeeze my controller. I think this is better than this. Yeah, I'd take the paddles off. But what's the point? You know, of, of getting a, an Elite controller if you're not going to use the paddles. Well, I mean, the only way that you, I would see anyone using these is if you're driving. When do you use these? No, dude, what? Yeah. Oh, this is your L3, R3? Yeah, for driving, shifting. Like, like I was a no, crazy you can, person. You can totally use it for first-person shooters. I'm not saying. I'm saying you can use it for driving. I guess, yeah. Yeah, because you'd shift down, shift up, and you could just beep, 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 beep. You don't even have to, like... I usually... My shift up and my shift down is usually... And my e-brake when I don't want to play 
fancy pantsy. I'll do gas, brake, and LB or RB is my is my uh, e brake. Yeah. Um, or handbrake. Yeah. I don't know. This is. I don't like I, the hollowness, but that's this plastic that they put on here. I love this, the sticks. The sticks are really nice. If the only thing that's holding it down, they could put some more rubber padding around here. Probably can prevent that. It does come with different. Can I take? Oh yeah, I can take these off. But, I mean, that's pretty nice. Yeah, I'm gonna give this an eight point two. I do like the grip. I like the shifters. I don't want to say it's a nine. I don't think I've held a nine controller before, because I feel like I eventually would get used to this. So what'd you give it? An an eight point two. These are super silent. I'm really pressing down on those. There's there's no sound coming from these triggers. The bumpers are definitely a, a little bit silent. Nine and a half. Wow. Well, you did rate the other controller a nine. Uh, yes. I, it is better than the stock Xbox controller. Um, if you squeeze your controller real hard, uh, it's not worth you getting it. You also get paddles, two settings on unless here, Unless you want to. Well, on, this, on the two, you get three. I believe. I think it's three. Um, so, and also the D-pad's different on the second one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, for me... I, I squeeze my controller too hard. I don't know if I'd have to train my brain to not squeeze the controller so hard. Yeah. Um, no, I, d I definitely like this. But uh, everything else. I say that price so tag is good. terrible. I would go for a, an eight and a half. Well, but I, there's there's no I way I'd spend I wouldn't that much. if you look at the market. Because if you look at any other modded controllers um, like that, like from Scuff or. Yeah, I whatever, know that. And they're usually they're in the well, 220 range and whatnot. Yeah, you can get them for as, like, as cheap as like 120 bucks. Yeah. But. No, the guy, uh, the Scuff that was trying to sell me that. That PlayStation 4 that Xbox thing. Yeah. It was like a PlayStation 4 controller, but it looked like an Xbox controller. It was like $250. I'm like, no, I'm not buying that. <laughs> There's no way. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, that, the, the Elite is definitely very nice. But, yeah, I think we're good. All right, can we, uh, let me let me get that. Do you want me to sure, if organize you want, if that? You wanna... And then I'll let you rattle it off while you uh, banter a little bit. Maybe describe what. Describe? I don't describe know. Just what? start talking. <laughs> just start talking. Okay, so you, how did you do all this? I just added them all up on the right. You see them. Okay. So let's see. The lowest rated one was coming in 11th place is PS3 with 10, 10 points. You wouldn't think it. You wouldn't think it. Um, you gave it. Wait, is this my column and this is yours? Mine's the left. Yours is the right. Okay, so you gave it a six. I gave it a four. Um, let's see here. What else do we do? Um, that might be the next one. Uh, coming in at an eleven is the NES. I didn't know we rated <laughs> it. NES got yeah. better than the PlayStation. One 3. point higher. <laughs> That's so funny. You gave it a five. I gave it a six. Um, what else came in here? I think that's the next one there. Uh, the Pro controller. So the Switch Pro controller got an eleven point five. Yeah, a half a point higher than the NES controller. Yep, not not great. Uh, let's see here. Okay, I see the. So the N sixty four controller got a twelve. 
<laughs> Dang, man. It was way better for its time than the than the stupid Switch Pro controller. That was uh that was at eight. That was an eight eighth place is what that was. Uh let's see what else we got here. Uh that might be a thirteen. That's a thirteen and a half, right? Yep. Okay. Wow, we got a lot of ties for this. So tied for I believe that it, way it goes is seventh mm-hmm. place is Joy-Con with thirteen and a half. Joy-Con PS4 as J- as uh, Nate is uh, fondling his nuts over there. Oh, it's almonds. Nate. It's <laughs> and is and PlayStation Two. So the Joy-Con PS4 and PS2 controller all got a thirteen point five. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Out of twenty guys. So this would have been seven six five. In fourth place, if I'm doing this right, is the no. I'm not doing this right at all. I'm just gonna say tied for yeah. We'll we'll get this. It only really matters to the top three anyway. Uh, is the 360 controller with a 14? That's that's interesting that it got fourth place. I didn't think it was gonna get up that high. Um, in third place, let's see here. That would be. Oh no, that so they would have been tied for fifth, not seventh. I'll run it all down again. Uh, four, five, three. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm trying to jump all around because we definitely bounced around here. Yes, we did. Second place, or yeah, third place would have gone to Stadia. Interesting. I yeah. gave it a 7.8. You gave it a 7.5, which equaled out to 15.3. <laughs> um, and then what else did we get? Xbox. Xbox One got a 17, and then the Elite got a 17.7. Yeah, that sounds about right. So the top three best controllers that we have come in contact with are the Elite controller, the Xbox One, and the Stadia controller, followed by the 360 PS2, uh, followed by the 360 at fourth place. And then tied with fifth is, or seventh, however you do it, Joy-Con, PS4, and PS2, eighth place, N64, ninth place, Pro Controller, for the Nintendo Switch, number ten, the NES, and the worst controller we we have in our midst is the PlayStation Three controller. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good list. Oh, Sony, fix your shit. I was actually shocked when I when I held the P, the the Stadia controller for the first time. I was like, wow, this is actually a very nice controller. They they really did make a really good controller. Uh, I I have a little bit of bias, I will admit, towards the Xbox One. But because that's my primarily the controller I do, um, I just say it works with a lot of things. It's just a really good controller overall. So yeah, I, you know, I like Xbox. I'm just trying yeah, to remove the Elite because the Elite was a wild card and then just destroyed the whole entire bracket in itself. The Xbox One would have beat everything. So um, PlayStation Two controller. PlayStation Two controller was a really that good. That's pretty good. Yeah, they need to bring it back. Bring back those like things so i don't have to move around too much um yeah any final words this is the end of the episode um how do you hold your controller ryan that's for a different topic but i hold it like a normal person like this thumbs on top middle fingers in the center grabbed around like i'm grabbing something in a gun because a normal person doesn't shoot a gun like this (laughs) unless you're 
Anyway, guys, that's the end of, of Bitcade. If you guys want to watch any more of the stuff that we do, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you tap the bell button. And also, make sure you go follow both of us over on our social medias. I'm at Ryan Eatmore on everything. He is at Ashton underscore Stom on Twitter. And go check him out live on Mixer.com slash Primal Target. And uh, what do you, when do you normally, so people can kind of get a feel of when you uh, normally stream? Evenings. Uh, specific standard time around five-ish to okay. whenever I feel like. Usually Wednesdays to Fridays. Saturday, Fridays, yeah, yeah. Saturdays, Saturday depending. Sometimes, yeah. If we're not recording, then usually. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's going to be it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for watching. Comment section is open for you for any of the stuff that we talked about. What are your opinions? We want to know. We want to let you guys into the inner sanctum that is Primal Target. You are the PT Nation. That is Ashton. My name is Ryan, and we'll see you guys in the next episode of Bitcade. Good night, everybody. Say you want them in your sanctum, dude, bro.